you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere, from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. In this week's episode, we explore an anime convention, taste some Japanese candy, and discover what it means to drink pure sugar water. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. So I have a confession. Um, I volunteered for an anime convention, help run an anime convention when I was in college. Mm-hmm. It was called No Brand Con. And you know what I never drank while I was at Roban Con- No Brand Con? Uh, I'm going to assume it's Ramune. Yeah, Because it's what we're drinking today. It is what we're drinking today. And it, it's because my family um, has a history of diabetes. And this is essentially just pure sugar water. Gotcha. Like if you if you read the ingredients, it is carbonated water, fructose, glucose syrup mixed with sugar, citric acid, and artificial flavor. That's and red dye number forty. Well, for in me. yours, yes, mine is the original flavor. It's you just have the sugar original. and water. I have the strawberry. All right, so the, this does have special instructions. It says remove the seal from the top, which we've done. Yep. You can kind of hear that in the background. Detach the plunger. I'm going to have Aaron go through the steps while I read these. Okay. Can you actually hand me the green plunger that's underneath your feet that rolled off of my drink? uh, Yes. Okay. So it's detach the plunger from the center of the cap. Place the plunger on top of the bottle. Press down firmly with the base of your palm to release the marble. Where did my plunger go? Uh, Is it still inside of your cap? I didn't actually... You have to take it off out of the cap? It's the this thing. It's the green thing that oh. is the plunger. I don't have a plunger. You should have a plunger. Do you have to take the cap off first? No, you have to You have to take the, uh, the center portion out of the green plunger area, and then you use the plunger to push the marble down, it looks okay. like. Okay. So I'm going to try uh, to do just this. Just be careful so it doesn't explode out for everything. Let's move that away from the mixing Yeah, board. from everything. All right, here we go. This is, this is going to be... Here we go. Thing. Got it. Did it work? Yes. All right, I'm going to try it on mine now. There you go. Have that one. So the marble is legit just sitting because the, the the way the bottle is built, I guess, or formed is it sits like it just kind of drops down. So now there's a carbonated beverage that we drink around a marble that is used to seal it. And it feels like this could have been done any number of different ways, but it's Japanese and Japanese people want to make things complicated. I like this. This is kind of cool. All right, here we go for the taste test. That's pure sugar water. It really is. It's carbonated. It's carbonated. I mean, that part's kind of cool, but yeah, it is literally just sugar and water. (laughs) I, I think my life, could have been a little... My life was complete up until now, and it, it is still complete now, too. Not to knock it. I know there are a lot of people that really, really enjoy this. Um, it is tasty. Yeah, like, it's I'm tasty, not, yeah. It's not like, I'm. you know, I think you were correct in, like, my life is not somehow magically different from this, or I, from I, having I tasted this. I know that this. we're going to... Are, you, yeah, are okay. you sick? No. Okay. Because I am. 
No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so the strawberry is much sweeter than the original. Yeah, yeah the original has like, you can, it, I think it's, oh, hey, I know where mine went. Is it down by your feet as well? Yes. <laughs> I just stepped on it. There we go. So, yeah, we are just ta- we just tasted a Ramune for the first time. Um, my favorite part about this is for the rest of the episode now, you get to hear the anytime yeah. we take a drink. All right. So, um, as I said before, uh, so here's the background for um, how we came into these things. The, well, the Ramune Aaron picked up from Cub because you can go to Cub and get this. Yep. And some of the other things that we're going to be tasting... You can also go to like either your local grocery store or a fancy grocery store and get them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Which some I'm gonna you go can't. ahead and start opening these. Yeah. So, um, Justin, my spouse, has to travel to the Philippines, the Philippines for work. Um, and whenever he travels to the Philippines for work, he gets routed through Japan. And the thing about traveling to Japan is that. In the Japanese airport, in their, like, duty-free or candy shops, they have all these flavors of Kit Kats. The Japanese have, like, attached to Kit Kats in a very strange and wonderful yeah, way. Yeah, it's super, super wonderful. So, uh, for the show today, instead of doing... Oh, man, there, that... Hold on, I have to uh, just put my head away from the mic for a second, Aaron, Go start ahead. talking. So, I'm talking, and while I'm talking, I'm going to explain to you the fact that there the, we like, go. the green tea, I think it is... Um, it has melted something fierce. Oh, really? The rest of them are fine. That one's just really. Oh, melty. I'm sorry. I wonder. Oh, oh, it's because it was right next to my computer fan. Oopsies. Yeah, that was probably my bad. Yeah, well. Is that actually? Is it the green tea? It's green. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's matcha. Oh, that's matcha. Yeah. So then this one is. This one looks like wasabi. wasabi. It's wasabi. Mm-hmm. We can still eat the green. We'll just save the the matcha for last. Yeah. And let's not put them next to my computer fan. Let's not. Lesson learned from when we record next time. If we're going to eat things that are multiple on an episode, don't put them next to my computer <laughs> vents. So anyway, um, when you travel through the Japanese airport, um, it it has, uh, they have like all these different Kit Kat flavors for you to try. Mm-hmm. And like there are more Kit Kat flavors than just what we're tasting today. This is just a sample because... Justin's brought back other flavors for me to try before the last time he went on a trip. I've seen things online where there's something like 150 different yeah, flavors of it's, Kit Kat. It's completely unreal. Um, so without further ado, uh, let's just let's get out of the way with the weird one first. Okay. Let's get the wasabi done. Let's get done. the wasabi done. Definitely. I'm going to take one and then I'll just pass it over to you. Cool. So this is the wasabi flavor. Um, and I'm just going to take a small bite so I can keep talking. Awesome. Hmm. It hmm. smells... Okay. That's the smell coming yeah, it off. It smells like wasabi, doesn't it? It smells like it smells like a regular Kit Kat then with with like a sabi back end. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. My favorite part about this is it's not spicy right away. But it tastes just like wasabi, like horseradish. It's like somebody put wasabi into mm-hmm. white chocolate. Exactly. Which is what they did. Mm-hmm. Oh my word. And the weird part is is I would eat like a bunch of these. I think the one is good for me. Yeah. Like, I'm finishing off the chocolate. Oh, no. Now that I'm getting to the end of the brick. Yeah. Like. I'm, While you're eating the, ma- the most of it, it doesn't. The wasabi flavor starts coming out more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I remember why I don't really like, like, mm-hmm. a ton of wasabi. Ouch. Ah, I got to refresh my palate with some Ramune. That's what I just did as well. 
All right, let's see. What else do we got here for flavor options? We've got strawberry. We've got the matcha, which we're going to save for a while. We've got one that just has a penguin oh, on it. Oh, I know this one. This one is, uh, I think, cookies and cream. Okay. Yeah. And is this like a plum? Yeah, that is. It's plum. Okay. Or, let's go ahead with the plum Yeah, the next. plum is really good. I think we can save the, the cookies and cream here. for last because the cookies and cream is probably going to be the most... You like what our palate is most used to. Mm -hmm. The plum is the one that's uh, my favorite. This isn't plum, actually. Sorry, this is purple sweet potato. Gotcha. I messed up in, in my description of it. This is purple sweet potato, and this one's actually kind of a special one because um, Manila is the purple sweet potato is a flavor that they really really like. Mm. Um, it is something that they eat in their uh, hala hollow, which hala is hala hollow is mix mix. Mm. It's like ice cream with a bunch of stuff mixed into it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. You can get it at Jollibee, which is like their version of McDonald's. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is the purple sweet potato and the wasabi down. And if you're interested in hearing more, tune in next week when we talk to Justin about the Philippines. Or Absolutely. Manila, I mean. All right. Should we do strawberry or cookies and cream next? Let's do strawberry. Let's do strawberry. Yeah. Cool. Wow. There you go. Hmm. Strawberry, strawberry is one that like I just kind of know, like I already Ooh. already knew it. Like this one smells mm -hmm. like like you right off the bat, strawberry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is your very classic artificial strawberry. Taste. Yep. Yep. This is. I actually had a friend in um whose ex girlfriend. Well, this is a really bad thing to bring up while we're actually eating right now. <laughs> but um, anytime she smelled that artificial strawberry smell mm -hmm. she would start to gag Ooh. Mm -hmm. that's not good yeah it was just like a weird trigger for her that's unfortunate all right we're gonna go ahead and hit the matcha i'm just gonna grab the melty bit yep and give you the rest the maybe melty bit maybe not melty mm -hmm. so you know matcha right it's a tea mm -hmm. i like matcha mm -hmm. i like matcha ice cream i used to have that at ichiban all the time mm. before it closed i'm so sad it closed mm -hmm. you go in there and get uh all-you-can-eat sushi for 30 bucks, and it was wonderful. Well, you know, just down the street from uh, uh, Ichiban, Ichiban, there's Sushi Train. Hmm, I've it's not, not had Sushi It's train. not all-you-can-eat. Mm -hmm. It's like you pay based on... Is it like an a la carte kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, but you you pick your uh, plates off of a conveyor belt. Gotcha. And you're billed based on the plates. But, like, you know, if you think about it, you paid 30 bucks at uh, Ichiban, or Ichiban. Yeah, for the same thing. And if you're going to pay 30 bucks for sushi like you can you can get to $30 worth of sushi and feel pretty full I like that we should try that sometime I haven't had sushi in a while yeah we can go I actually went there um, over the July 4th weekend I can't wait to come back from my cruise and talk about that yeah all right cookies and cream here we go the final one cookies and cream mmm mmm mm-hmm mm. it's like cream cream mm-hmm like real cream cream. In flavor, yeah. My oh. the, my favorite part too is like unlike like a lot of other like cookies and cream candies, mm -hmm. it doesn't do like the big chunks of cookie. It's just like a real blend of cookie mm -hmm. and cream together. So it actually like really tastes like that kind of chocolate cookie flavor. It's, it's really like like actual heavy cream forward and it mm -hmm. tastes really good and i was not anticipating that and i'm yeah. really glad we saved that for last yeah and you can um if you like these 
if you actually are interested in tasting these for yourself, like you can actually buy these. Like you don't you, you can don't order have, them online. Yeah, yeah, you can order them online. You don't have to travel to experience these. You can order them online and and taste them for yourself. Um, but it is kind of fun to get them at the airport and bring them home as a gift. They actually do make a cool gift. These were wonderful. I'm gonna thank you so much for sharing them with me. Oh, you're welcome. So, um, Aaron, while we're kind of talking about uh, candy and things Japanese, what have you ever had? Like, uh, what, have you ever had any other kinds of like candy or have like you had Japanese Pocky candy? Or... I've had Pocky before. Yeah, I've had a couple flavors of it. I can't remember. It has been a while. I almost grabbed some um, while I was at the store because it was right above uh, the Ramune, but. I figured, you know, let's just hold off on that because I think because I, I knew you had the uh, Kit Kats. Good. Okay. So, and what's your what's your kind of take on Pocky? Um, it's one of those things that for me it's an interesting treat, but it is not like the coolest thing on the planet. Okay. And it's you know when I think of the foods that I get obsessed with are just like things that really hit me, and it doesn't have to be about a specific place or culture, like. My wife and I are completely obsessed with the uh, salted caramel um, brownie moose tracks. It's an ice cream from Target, mm-hmm. and it's amazing, and we get it all the time. And I'm getting to a point now that I have to get other ice cream because we searched out, and it was the only ice cream we got for a while. But I still really, really love it, and it's the best ice cream that I've had that's not like a really expensive one-off kind of thing, like you know where Jeez. you go to... You go to a cold stone and it's like you get all the things dropped into it. And it's like, that'll be $8, please. And it's like, mm, for my one <laughs> serving. <laughs> what? Um, so it, it, you've never traveled uh, like to. I've never. The only time I went out of the country was I went to Canada when okay. I was 11. So, so this I, cruise that you're taking is the first time you've really ever done like. Well, I did because I did the cruise. um but we hit like the U.S. Virgin Islands and San Juan, so this that was like all U.S. territories. Um, this one we're going to the Bahamas, so um, that's going to be really fun. Uh, this will be the first time that I will have left the like continental United States in almost twenty years. Wow. Yeah. So um, the reason I ask is because my we've been thinking about like traveling to Japan is. As kind a of one trip of our, instead yeah, of trips. a like mm-hmm. going for work and just being there for yeah. a minute kind of thing. Yeah, um, and there's like a fascinating history behind like some of the theme parks in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Nara Dreamland? That one I haven't heard of. Okay, so uh, you know how uh, Walt Disney built Disneyland? Yes, right. Um, and when Disneyland became successful, um, he's like other other countries took notice. Gotcha. And Japan particularly took notice. Mm. There was a businessman in Japan that wanted to build a Japanese version of Disneyland. Okay. So he actually talked to Walt Disney and partnered with Walt Disney to build wow. a, um, a, a Japanese part. version of Disneyland. That's nuts. In Nara, Japan. Okay. So they started building it. Mm-hmm. And like they got it almost all the way to completion. Mm-hmm. When things started to sour for licensing rights for the Ooh. Disney like things between him and Walt, yeah, and so the Japanese business person said, "Well, I guess since I've already got the park basically, you know, mostly built, we'll just do something else. We'll just do something else. That's not going to be licensing yeah. issues." So they changed the name to Dreamland instead of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they they opened it like <clears throat> and it was it was really successful when they opened it nice is it still around no oh okay because what happened was uh nara dreamland was it was greatly successful mm-hmm. until they built Tokyo Disneyland. Oh yeah, when Disney finally did the the real Disneyland in Tokyo. Yep, because once they actually built a real Disneyland, then people stopped wanting to go to the fake Disneyland. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that kind of killed it for Nara. That would that would make perfect sense. It's yeah. a bummer. And the I mean, like if you're really interested in the whole Nara Dreamland Dreamland thing, um. There actually are a bunch of uh, YouTube videos that talk about it, um, and it really was like a popular, a very, very highly popular site for urban explorers to visit. That's what I was thinking. Um, is it has it been like torn down, or is it still like an no, abandoned thing? No, it's gone now. It's been torn okay. down now. But I mean, it sat abandoned for like six or seven years. Oh yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, so people actually did go in and visit it. Um, but like. One of the reasons that I, I I brought that up is because I uh, I really would like to see a, I really would like to go see a Disney theme park in Japan yeah. because like um, Disneyland uh, to, the Tokyo parks are the ones that have like the Tron light cycles. Oh, nice! Which they don't have over in the they U.S. Don't, they don't have in either mm-hmm. Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah, so there there's a difference in change, and I feel really guilty as like a travel podcaster for saying that mm-hmm. I want to go visit another country. Like you and I talk about doing like all kinds of unique and interesting mm-hmm. things, and here I am admitting that I want to go to another <laughs> country and see something that is see their Disneyland. Yeah, like like oh, let's go see the the non unique thing over in their country. To be fair, though, it is unique in its own way because we don't have access to it. True. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with people that think Pocky is the greatest thing since sliced bread because it's from Japan. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it's the most amazing snack food ever. It's just that it's from someplace far off and different. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make it bad, but it doesn't make it the most amazing thing ever. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It's okay to be mediocre sometimes. I think it is. And I think Mm -hmm. it's okay to... like, And that's actually... um, that's a really good point because it's okay to go to the the places that are, you know, just okay. Sometimes because it's because I also knowing you and you're not gonna go to Tokyo just to go to Tokyo Disney That's true. and then be like wonderful. Our trip to Japan was a a real success. We went to Disney and then we left. Yeah, like you're gonna go. You want to do the things at Tokyo Disney, but then you also want to go to the various districts. Yeah, we want to go to Tokyo. Shibuya. We yeah, want to exactly. go. To, yeah, we want to go to like all kinds of different places too. I want to go see. Um, uh, I want to go see. Oh, I just blanked on his name. I want to go see the Akita statue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Shibuya, like, um, because that's such a cool. I story. can't remember that dog's name either. Yeah, and I'm. I can't believe I blanked on the name. It's like Bozu or something. If we can, if if uh, I remember it, because I'm I'm gonna be the one editing this episode. Yes. I think. I'll Andrea, try- put that in the show notes. <laughs> if it doesn't show up, y'all can blame me. Just write some <laughs> fan mail. Because I'm gonna be on vacation when this comes out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the uh. It, it, anyway, like I, I still, I still want to go and see that. So, like while we're kind of talking about the Japanese mm-hmm. things, um, have you ever gone to any kind of like a nerd convention before? Um, I've done. I worked a few. Yeah. Um, I, I want. I was, I was getting a group together for Dragon Con when I lived in Atlanta. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And then I had to work a game in Mississippi on that day instead, and I was so bummed. 
Um, so I didn't actually get to go. I did get to experience like the surrounding area as Dragon Con happened, and there was just cosplayers, you know, taking Ubers and Lyfts and like taxis and like taking public transit, and everyone's just like, "Why is this person dressed so weird?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "That's the thing from the thing, yeah. and that you don't understand. It's a really well done cosplay." And they're like, "All right, weirdo." But did you ever work an anime convention? I did. Okay. I worked I worked one and it was kind of like a smaller one at a hotel. Um I can't remember. It was in Minnesota. I can't remember which detour? hotel it was. It might have been Oh, it was Anime Detour, yeah. Okay. Um but it like I had to go give people breaks and uh check on people and most of my staff were very like I don't get this and I'm just like it's actually really fun. It's really cool. It's like yeah. people it's celebrating people's interest in a thing. Exactly. Mhm. Yeah, like and and the cool like <laughs> I think, I think, and I think honestly, I do think that of like the the kind of fandoms mm-hmm. that are out there, I think that the, currently the one that gets the most like crap, crap, like handed in them are the people that go to like anime yeah. conventions because like you it, know we've hit an age where like Comic Con is now like a national institution mm-hmm. and it's super expensive and all of the companies want to be part of it and you know like yeah. everybody wants their brand to be recognized at San Diego Comic Con but then you get the little like local anime conventions and people are still like all right you weebs right uh, and just to be clear will you explain that so no, that weebs is weeaboo it's people that are way it's a, too obsessed yeah, with anime culture and like their version of japanese culture it's as a, well. yeah it's a pejorative used to describe mm-hmm. people who are anime fans yes and some people deserve it and some people don't and it really comes down to you know like because there's there's people i have met that have like tried to live inside of anime right in their own way and it's more like Find, well, and, like enjoy what you want to enjoy. Be happy about what makes you happy. But if you're ignoring the rest of life for this one thing that is your fantasy, it's not healthy for you. Well, and I think uh, I think the real important distinction to make there too is that there's a level of cultural appropriation that happens mm-hmm. um, when people get that obsessed. Yeah. Um, and I think that really is kind of the like the distinction between the two. Yeah. Uh, between a fan and somebody who you know, is way too obsessed. Like, I've watched a lot of anime. I really enjoy watching anime, but I also know that I am not, like, living in the anime, and I'm not Japanese, and I'm Mm -hmm. not going to start using euphemisms from that in everyday speech. Exactly. So, did we say something that uh, kind of potentially went the wrong way? Did Um, we annoy you? Did we hit something that you thought was absolutely correct? Did did we say something that was absolutely incorrect? Do you want to, you know, comment on a thing that we said? You can go ahead and leave us a comment on our Facebook page or send us an email, fans at travelbyproxy.com. The Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jerris, copyright 2015, both of which are licensed under that Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we wish you a look at your window. Moving peace stones and your rearranging all the pieces that you find. Now we're talking about things and places, all the names and the faces of all the people that you love.